Okay, we're live. I think we're live. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the pilot episode of the Alex and Steiner Show, also known as Ass. Uh, I am your host, Alex Erdman, and today joining me is one Steiner Johns. Hey, what's up? How's it going? <laughs> okay, and uh, this is obviously our first episode, so uh, might be a couple of kinks to work out, might be a couple of things we're going to work on. But that's just a part of the business. You know how it'd be. So uh, today we got a couple of interesting topics. We got Aaron Rodgers, where we think he's going to land. We got Julio Jones, where he thinks we think he's going to land. We got Joe Burrow and what they think we're think they're going to do. Same with the Chargers. And also Tom Brady has not been out of practice and has not been practicing. He has been at the practice, but he isn't practicing because of that bum leg of his. I know. It does suck. ACLs. Yep. yep. Joe Burrow suffered from the same thing. And uh yeah, just like a little overview, first off. Uh my name is Alex. I uh am from Florida and I moved to Colorado in like 2014-ish. And uh we're like a bit of brief history of both of us. We went to this really weird charter middle school together. We met through like a mutual friend and then it just took off from there. That kid is off being a cowboy doing drugs and shit. You know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we got up to a lot of shit there. And then we went to the same high school after that. And then after that, uh, we parted ways uh, about COVID time last year. Maybe uh, it was in the fall. And uh, here we are now. We are doing a separate, maybe at some point, this could become a real time thing. And we will be maybe in the same thing but that would probably be way in the future uh but uh yeah why don't you talk about yourself steiner <laughs> it seems like he's dead that's just a part of the pilot episode so we're just gonna go straight to me and uh yeah so our podcast is mainly just gonna be uh us rambling about uh any kind of sports things i mean it'll be football golf baseball mostly football probably because that's what we specialize in. But, uh, you know, it's just going to be a lot of us rambling on. It'll be very Pat McAfee style. Don't take anything that we say for sure because then you're just a dumbass because we don't know what we're talking about. We are literally sophomores in high school. You should not listen to anything we t say and take it seriously. But, uh, yeah, Steiner, you give a brief history of yourself here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I met Alex at the shitty charter school, as he said. And uh, yeah, ever since then, it's been kind of a, we've been just making shit shows together. Um, really, I mean, I grew up in Colorado, but then well, lived in Wisconsin for a little bit. That's why I'm a huge Packers fan. That's why I always talk just about the Packers. And uh, yeah, back to you, Alex. Yeah, and as you can already tell, I got the Adams jersey. It's just going to be mostly Packers. And, uh, yeah, it's a little brief history about us, and we're just going to jump right into this shit with Julio Jones. Now, Julio Jones, he went on to uh, – I think it was the Herd with Callum Colin Coward, right? I'm a little lucky. I'll double check. Okay, yeah. And he said uh, – this quote is outstanding. I don't know why I don't have it up. Oops. I got it. I'll pull it up right now. It was uh, Leo Jones had said uh, he said he wants to go to a team that actually would use him. Was one of his quotes. Yeah, he said he wanted to go to a team that wins. On the and he didn't know this on the herd. Yeah, this is big news. 
everybody knows about this. And uh, so he was talking about the Cowboys, which is a pretty big low blow. And it's yeah. definitely not one of the teams that he's going to go to. And uh, right now the big teams that are contending for him are the Ravens, the Patriots, the 49ers, the Titans, and there was one more that you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, the uh, LA Rams were kind of a sneaker in there just because they have a, a lot more cap space than everyone thinks they do. And they really only have Cooper Cup, and they don't really have much depth on the wide receivers over there. And uh, they think they can make Matthew Stafford uh, actually become more of an elite quarterback if they surround him with uh, better receivers like Julio Jones. Yeah, and it would work – it would be a lot like uh, – it would be like the Cardinals when they took J.J. Watt. Like everybody thought J.J. Watt was going to go to the Browns or the Packers. I was hoping he was going to go to the Packers. But uh, he went to the Cardinals, which nobody saw coming, and uh, that was just shocking to me. And I could see that happening very clearly here with uh, uh, L.A. Rams and Julio Jones, obviously. I, uh, I don't know. It just seems like – Julio Jones, though, he's going to want uh, a good chunk of change, and he's only probably got max three, four years left in the NFL. So, I mean, he's probably on an all-win kind of yeah idea with this. Yeah, right now. He doesn't want to end off like Larry Fitzgerald with, like, zero Super Bowl rings <laughs> yeah. and pretty much a destroyed career. The funny thing I thought was uh, uh, it was Atlanta Falcons. They posted on their Twitter. They're like uh, – Julio Jones want, wants out, and they posted his quote that he said. It was totally on accident, but it was hilarious when they did it. Oh my gosh! What team? What team would you? What team do you think they're going to go to? And what team do, would you like to see him go to? Well, I, I'd like to see him honestly probably go to the Patriots because I feel like with uh, Cam Newton, I think he'll be like a baby. Nine and nine and eight kind of team with him, but I have a feeling Cam Newton will do something stupid or get injured, and then the reins will get handed off to Mac Jones. And Mac Jones, I could see him uh, pulling a rabbit out of his ass and using Julio Jones as a real weapon. Yeah, what yeah. team do you realistically think that he's going to go to the Patriots too, or do you think like a different team? I think honestly, realistically. It's probably just going to be wherever the most money is at. And right now, I, I, this could be wrong, but I know Patriots have signed a lot of people in this yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're not going to have that much cap room. So probably either Baltimore or I could even see Cincinnati, maybe. Really? Um, Pittsburgh Ooh. could also be an option because they're kind of they don't have that little of cap space left, but they still don't have that much. But they'll have enough to probably at least sign to like a two-year, three-year deal, I think, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And speaking of cap space, like the Titans, which would – if they got Julio Jones, it would be insane because they would have A.J. Brown receiver. They would have Derrick Henry. They would have Ryan Tannehill and then Julio Jones. That's obviously – those four guys, that could be a contender for a number one offense in the league. But the only problem is they only have like $3.5 million of cap space left. And A.J. Brown is on the last couple of years on his rookie contract. So he's kind of they, – they would really have to do some like gymnastics with their cap space right now. Cut a bunch of guys just to get Julio Jones. So I think that one would be insane, but I just think it's so unrealistic. There's mm -hmm. no way it could happen. Now, now, would that make them, do you think, uh, a solid playoff, maybe Super Bowl run team if they got Julio Jones? 
Oh, for sure. And like you got like the AFC, and they're just like the AFC stacked with offenses. Like you got the Buccaneers, you got the Chiefs, and it's just like you add uh, that Titans team. Like I don't think. I mean the chief the Chiefs obviously insane offense, but I think you add Julio Jones to the Titans, obvious like that could be going number one because Ryan Tannehill had an outstanding underrated season last season. He did not get enough credit for how well he played. And just like the number uh, the numbers like with uh passer uh like yards, it's just nuts. He was off the charts. And I think with that kind of a team, definitely AFC championship next year. He they're definitely a top team. I would uh I would say and then like the the division they're in with like the Colts. I mean the Colts aren't a very good team. They, they, no. they look like they're struggling. I mean right now they got uh oh what's his name? Um Carson Wentz. <laughs> Prince Harry. Prince Harry, yeah, oh my god. Like, they're gonna do well with him. They don't have like literally they have like Michael Pittman, like decent wide receiver, and Zan, uh, Jonathan Taylor, which is like yeah. Average as it gets as a running. I mean, he's good, but he's. I think good. I could see him. Like, obviously, went to Wisconsin. Big fan of him. I could see him going places. I would have really liked to see the Packers take him last year, but they had other ideas with Jordan Love, as we all know. Which the guy can't throw a fucking ball into a net. So I don't agree with you. I think I, as as much as I say that I hate him, I think he's gonna do great things for the Packers. I think he's gonna be the next Patrick Mahomes. Oh my you think God. he's just gonna be a piece of shit? I completely he, disagree with you. Alex is delusional on this. He has no clue what I'm he's talking about. He sees like three videos. He's like, oh, it's just three videos. But really, if you ever look at like all the videos, and you'll see that his highlights in college weren't that great. Seventeen interceptions his last uh, season in college. You know what Rogers had in the last four seasons? Seventeen. Who's your favorite quarterback in the NFL, Steiner? Be honest. Oh, favorite quarterback, honestly. Probably Baker Mayfield. How many interceptions did he have? Oh, shit. He had a, he had a good A lot! Mindset. He did not. I mean, he's still a, still a really good quarterback. He's probably yeah. one, one of the – he'll be one of the top 20, I think. Uh, top 10, maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Going that. forward in history, I, I think. think. You're just, you're just inflating his name. And also, uh, with the interceptions, why is Peyton Manning during his rookie season led the league in interceptions? That's and true. now he is a top three quarterback of all time. But if we look at Jordan Love, Jordan Love, I mean, can't make a ball into a net. And if you look at uh, Peyton Manning and Eli Manning and all the Mannings combined, they all did not look great their rookie seasons, but uh, they could still make a ball into a net and to a wide receiver. It's the bigger thing. Yeah, I don't think I think you're just talking out of your ass with the Jordan Love shit. Now we can go all day, but we sorry, I just <laughs> pilot episode shit. Uh, you know, I I don't know. We could talk about Jordan Love all day and fucking ramble, but we're talking about Julio Jones and uh, another team he could go to would be the Ravens. And uh, Ravens, I don't really know about because you got Lamar Jackson, and as we all know, that guy doesn't. Doesn't know how to throw a football. He's a running back. Okay, we're high schoolers, and we're high schoolers right now paying attention to the NFL. We all know that Lamar Jackson doesn't throw the football. He's a running back. Yeah, and he's, he's, he's overrated as hell. Well, I think it was on his max throwing when he was in the combine. Like, he threw, like, one pass that was, like, a completion above, like, 50 yards. Plus, like, it was, like, 53, 52. It was horrible. Yeah, and then last season was no nothing special. But oh at the same God. time, he didn't have any uh, wide receivers. And obviously they got 
Sammy Watkins from the Chiefs last season, which is a big upgrade to the receivers because they only had Marquise Brown and Rashad Bateman. But now they, if they add Sammy Watkins and uh, Julio Jones in the offseason, they would – like Lamar Jack uh, – Julio Jones would be a very good deep threat for Lamar Jackson. And then you got Sammy Watkins also. So then you got – you got dual threats on that team, which would be a very good, uh, like th- that would be a top two contender for right receivers in the league. But at the same time, some Sammy Watkins says we'll plays one good game out of the season, and then just kind of shuts down. I mean, it's really just like I feel like that team, if they're really trying to like make the power team that they are, it just seems like they're striving for speed. Yeah. And then up front, they're just like if you ever look at their fullbacks and tight ends, it's like really aggressive, fast, and physical big players up front and then in the backfield which i mean like quarterbacks like if you look at most of their quarterbacks all their quarterbacks i think ran below a 4-8 really 40 yard even uh trace mcsorley yeah 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 damn tyler huntley pretty good i mean and if we look at that team it's built for speed and now with the addition of sammy watkins i mean they're trying to Oh no! I mean, Julio Jones is fast, but I just don't know if it fits the the total mold of the Ravens. I think. Yeah, he he just really wouldn't fit in there in my mind as well as he could with another team. He's uh he's hands more than speed for me, but yeah, yes, that's, that's just my personal opinion on the guy. He's really good. Yeah, yeah, probably top three, top two maybe. Yeah, but no, he's, he's up there. You got Adams, you got Hopkins, but then you got Julio Jones. For sure. That's top three. For me, it's probably like I would say it's for sure Adams, and then honestly, like there's one guy I think that's really underrated, and that's Mike Evans. Like I think his route running ability is insane. Yeah, or him maybe even like tying and maybe Justin Jefferson. Like I was watching him on some routes, and his routes are just dirty, absolutely dirty. Really, but I would say Julio Jones, like definitely with like how old he is and the age he is. I mean, he's been in the NFL for a while, so being that veteran player, he might want to go with more of a veteran team that's kind of like already has a familiar kind of like probably like a Pittsburgh type team, maybe New England, but New England's have like they signed a lot of veterans, so Cam Newton might uh might actually fit in with uh, the Julio Jones thing just because I don't know because I mean like Cam Newton's been in the NFL a long time. I mean, he's kind of a veteran, I would call him. Yeah, and for sure, Julio Jones is a veteran. So yeah, if you get kind of two veterans on the same page, it's better than a rookie and a veteran. I feel like, in my opinion. Yeah, but then if you throw in Mac Jones, and he's more of a pocket type quarterback, and I think That's with true. Julio Jones, that would like it would better fit a mold for him. But then also like him working with a veteran cor- uh, receiver would be very beneficial towards him. I think. It would help him along a lot, and it would be a very good threat for him to have on that offense. Here, my cat is just going nuts. I'm going to go grab him. Here, you got to ramble for a sec, Steiner. I'll, I'll ramble. But, uh, yeah, I just really think that uh, Julio Jones would be a good fit for really a lot of the teams that need him. Um, more of the teams that uh, – I mean, the team's struggling. So, I mean, like on offense, I would say probably like the Rams would be – I would Rams for the knee are like probably a number one choice. Number two would probably be like I mean Las Vegas needs some good wide receivers. Like they don't really have that many solid wide receivers. And then I mean I could also see uh, maybe Arizona trying to go after him because they look like they're trying to build a powerhouse team. 
Oh, Arizona for sure. I mean, then you'd have three Hopkins, uh, three insane JJ players. JJ Watt, Buda yeah. Baker. Oh my God, let's go on. Kyler Murray, he's fast as hell, small. So, um, let's think yeah. of some more. They, I mean, we could keep going. I mean, they have yeah. Who's really such a? They have. Too. God, names just slip out of my mind. They have that other receiver. Can't remember for the life of me. It might be yeah, on the yeah. Up oh, the cat just let himself in. I had to abandon because he ran away. Oh, Calvin Ridley. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think uh, definitely Arizona. And let me check another team. Uh, 49ers. They would give up uh, their second round and fourth round pick. And uh, they don't really have a deep threat right now, the 49ers. And if they're going to transform their team, they need a deep threat. But I mean, I, they have Depot Samuel. And I mean, he's not horrible. Yeah, but then you, uh, but at the same time, you you need to like a veteran and someone that's actually good and like a name. On but Giles, yes, I also don't think there's been a there's been enough. I mean, honestly, quarterback skill to pass to those guys downfield. Like Jimmy Garoppolo, we've seen that. I mean, he's very anything. I mean, over 25, 30 yards. It's just his completion percentage isn't where it needs to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, if yeah. you look and at I, a, that's why they got. Uh, Trey Lance. Oh, yeah, bad one name. They got yeah, Trey yeah. Lance. And I think with Trey Lance, and then you'd have uh fuck me, the tight end. The oh, uh, yeah, George Kittle. Kittle. Then you'd have like Kittle running inside on these routes. You'd have Kittle running inside, and then you'd have Julio Jones going deep. And then it would just like you could pass to either of those guys, and you know they're gonna catch the ball. But if you look at the style of Trey Lance, he looks like more of like a Russell Wilson kind of mobile quarterback to me. Yeah. Yeah, but and then, then you get Julio Jones acting as a DK Metcalf for That's Russell true. Wilson. But I'll also see that, like, I mean, there's also going to be, like, the little thing of, like, let's think of Kyle Juszczyk, one of the, the most famous fullbacks out there, one of the best fullbacks. Like, what's going to happen to him? Because Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo was always used for a pocket passer. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I'm intrigued to see. Uh, I I don't know. I don't really see 49ers as much because they already got Trey Lance, and if they wanted to get Julio Jones, they'd need to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh and yeah, getting rid of Jimmy Garoppolo would be so bad for uh, Trey Lance because he'd have no quarterback to train under. He Mental, would just yeah. be, it would just be him thrown into the league, and we've already seen how that happens in the first year. And I don't yeah. think they would not have a very good first year if it was just Trey Lance as quarterback. Mitchell Trishitsky, kind of like one. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> oh, fuck me, dude. Are you kidding? Can you stop? Cat. The cat. Yeah, I love a cat. What is that cat's name, even? Miso. We named him after a famous Chinese soup. <laughs> We've been going to Chinese restaurants forever. Like, there's this one Chinese restaurant in Glenwood that's near this Target that we always go to. And then they we always get miso soup there. And then Ethan was like, oh, we'll name him Misa. And I was like, oh, that's good. Is it like one of like the good, like, fancy-ass Chinese places? Or is it like the hella sketch Chinese place? Like it's the in the middle. Food. It's in the middle. Like, all the ones that we go to, except for there's one downtown. Like, the one that one is pretty in the middle. It's like, it, it's like kind of fancy, kind of sketch. And then you got the two downtown. The first one is, like, this really fancy one. It has, like, a fish tank. And then it has, like, the bartender. There's only like five tables because it's like in downtown Glenwood. 
It's okay. a really nice place. It's called uh, I can't remember. Ming's, I think Ming's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then that place is really good, really good. Like there's except there's this one like sushi that you get, and it's wrapped in tin foil, and then they pour like petrol under the tin foil and light it as like a little gimmick. But the Damn. thing is, you eat it and it just tastes like lighter fluid, so it's not very. It's not the yeah. best gimmick on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Drink some goddamn lighter fluid. And then the other place is like pretty. It's like kind of sketchy because like in one of the corners, there's just like shit everywhere. There's oh. also like papers and just like random stuff everywhere. And then like there's this one waiter that has like he had his pants kind of pulled down. It's really strange. <laughs> it's like in that place, it's really weird with like Asian restaurants in like towns because like my town, there's like no Asian people. Like at my yeah, school, there's yeah. probably like two Asian people, but it's just like all the Asian people managed to find their way right to the Asian restaurants. Yeah, it's it's like it's it's like it makes sense, but it's just kind of strange when you think about it. It's like don't they're like all like don't stereotype us, but then they all go work at the same Asian restaurants. It's like come on, you're falling into the stereotype. Yeah, it's, it's just like you got the old guy cooking sushi at the back of the restaurant. He's like, "Oh, tell me, hey!" <laughs> he barely like, speaks any English. I'm like, "How do you open a restaurant if you could barely speak English?" <laughs> the best is I uh, I was this one place in downtown Denver. And it was like it was like literally in this like sketchy ass like old apartment building, and you like walk up these like steel stairs, and you get and then this lady's like, "Hello, how many people?" Next thing you know, you get sat down and you're like literally in like an old apartment building. It feels like, and they got like fucking hibachi all around you. It's like, whoa, dude! The Damn. hibachi restaurants are awesome, though. Those I know. Are fucking cool. I haven't been, I haven't been to one in ages. But we're going to Vegas maybe this month, and I'd love to try to go to one of those. Oh, that'd be sick. Oh, uh, we'll have to see how the fun you get in Vegas. We'll have to see that, and uh, uh, you know, but it's like a family guess. trip to Vegas, so it's just kind of like go to restaurants go to like probably go to like a show or something i don't know i just have to do some crazy shit while i'm there i don't know like maybe like try to gamble on a thing and then get yelled at that wouldn't be very interesting who cares about it i mean what you could do is just uh get like a couple hundred dollars and be like a fellow on the street if you know what i mean i'd be like hey got you for 250 300 my room oh yeah you know i'm only just underage it's just it's just a teeny problem you know yeah. i would i would by all means like i am no bitch i, I ain't no bitch chef. i just can't. i ain't no bitch chef <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make sound bites and that's gotta be one of them yep <laughs> okay next uh we got another segment we gotta go do uh it's probably been overdone a hundred times if you listen to the pat mcafee show you've heard of it a hundred times aaron Rodgers. where do we think he's gonna go where do you think he's going to land? Of course, we got to talk about it. We're Packers fans. Oh, he's, we got to say something about it. He's for sure staying in Green Bay. There's no way he leaves. This is all just one big bluff on his you part. You think? Oh God, this is yeah. just one big bluff. This is he has bought so many houses over a lot of periods of time, and I mean, he looked in uh, Denver at Vale, and I guess him and his wife uh, Shailene Woodley um, have actually thought about. It. They like. We're looking at some houses in Vail, and I think they bought a house, but I don't think – I think from Vail to Denver, I just don't think it would be realistic, and I think it's more of a vacation home because it's just not big enough yeah. to be their main house, I feel like. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And don't take any offense to this if anybody's listening, but I kind of think the wife is pushing him to leave the Packers. 
She's like, I don't really? want to. I think she's like, I don't want to live in Green Bay. If we're going to start a family, I don't want to live here. I want to be by my parents. This life's so hard, and I need to get my newborn child raised by my grandpa or her parents that live in Vail, Colorado. Oh, yeah, and she's just some, like, rich fucking actor that's been living in probably, Cal- like, California her entire life, or I don't really know. Just, like, rich as fuck. No, and there's no, no way no. that yeah. this, this like, no, no no offense, I think she's an awful actor. And I don't, there's no, there's no way this, this fucking rich actor is going to live in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Like, yeah. we're Packers fans, but we're not delusional about Wisconsin. There's no way she lives in Green oh, Bay. Oh, no. There's nothing yeah. nice. There's no – and the thing is it's a stereotype like for her. Oh, I live in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. That doesn't look good. She wants yeah. to live in Denver. She wants to live in L.A. or she wants to live in Vegas. She well, I don't know why you would live in Denver. That place fucking sucks. I mean she wants to live somewhere where there's money. And let's be real here. Green Bay doesn't really have that much money. <laughs> no, no, no. And like Vail Aspen definitely. That's money. That's money. And so, you think of like rich ski resort, you think of Aspen. So, but I just don't think it would make sense for Rogers to. I mean, and he's the way he's like with his attitude and demeanor. He's came out on uh, the Rich Eisen show. He talked to him, yeah. and he uh, he seemed kind of more playful with the demeanor. We're like, yeah. ah, whatever. We'll see where it takes me. But he didn't seem like he was like that upset with the Packers. And I mean, let's be real here. Brian Gutekunz has uh, really screwed up as a general manager. But I don't oh, think. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the Packers will fire him. I also don't think Rodgers will um, I mean, be traded. I just don't see him. I see us trading him. But the other problem is, is like, what happens if he sits out? Yeah, he, there's no way he's – like already the fees for not going to all of these uh, practices. It's like it's nuts. It's like it's 90 – isn't it like $90,000 a day or something nutty? I thought it's – because it's not uh, – it's this one's uh, just regular OTAs. So I thought regular OTAs. I could be incorrect about this, but I thought it was twenty five hundred. It probably is ninety thousand. Sounds a little extreme, but I know. But like once it starts getting pretty extreme, yeah, like, yeah. there's like a Official. little, there's yeah. like a mini camp, like a four day mini camp that he missed. That's, that's like ninety thousand. That's like ninety thousand. Yeah, yeah. One hundred twenty five. I, I believe that. I know, like the the one where they had like the, it was the optional uh, workouts. He didn't show up to any of those. And shout out to Blake Bortles and the the new goat, uh, Kurt Banker. Let's get him on the show. Oh my god, we actually should reach out, but there's no way. This is literally our pilot episode. There's no way. I know. I, I uh, thought about that the other day. I was like, dude, wouldn't that be so cool for that? A Packers quarterback on you. But Kurt Bankert, actually, like honestly, I've seen all like his film with uh, Atlanta and his preseason games. I also saw a uh, little some of his film at practice. He actually looks pretty damn good. He's got yeah. a he's got a cannon of an arm. But he's yeah. also he kind of reminds me of like a mix between like a Baker Mayfield. And kind of like a Patrick Mahomes. Like he's got like the pizzazz of Patrick Mahomes, but he just doesn't really quite have like the the full on like arm potential. And I just don't see like the accuracy that Baker has. And I mean, yeah, yeah. Baker doesn't have that much accuracy, but he's he's sure got hella pretty good accuracy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't seen much film mm-hmm. from him, but like the Packers are uh, like my thought was they were stacking up to get uh to be pretty nutty on quarterbacks and like if to like trade Aaron Rodgers because now they got uh, they went into the offseason with just Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love because they got rid of Tim Boyle, our boy. Tim Boyle's gone and uh, 
Now they now they got Blake Bortles. Who I, think, I could see him starting if uh, if Aaron Rodgers goes bye bye, see you later to the Denver Broncos. Definitely, uh, Blake Bortles is starting, and uh, Jordan Love is sitting out. Like I'm not delusional about Jordan Love. I think he's good, but I don't think there's any way in hell he starts over Blake Bortles at any point in time. Good Unless he like manages to prove himself immensely to that Packers uh, front office, Blakey and the scooter. <laughs> is uh the show about uh yeah this puppy gets uh, eighteen miles to the charge. Mister Mister Bedroom Party guy is like oh god I wish I had a little more money and I can uh, get this thing full of inappropriate sex toys. I mean, what the hell? This <laughs> that guy is... one interview he had with Barstool Sports when they were just going oh there. God. They were like, let's talk about your sex life some more, Blake. And then <laughs> just kept flirting with the lady. Oh, the best for the comments. It was like, uh, oh, what was one of them? It was like, uh, I know uh, I know she's a wide receiver. <laughs> and then another one was like, uh, damn, Blake, you got to keep those eyes up. <laughs> like, Dude, that video is amazing. It is. Oh my god! It. Oh god, that's yeah. funny. And like, uh, I was listening to Pat McAfee show. I was mowing the lawn the, uh, today, and uh, he brought up a really good point because they were in. They're all in Hawaii, right? As of now, they're all in Hawaii having their little bash of fun times. And well, aren't they, Pat McAfee uh, said, "Yeah, aren't they golfing with Peyton Manning?" I thought that was. Maybe. I know Maybe. that that guy that he was with, I don't know. I can't remember his name. The guy that he was with got, like, punched in the mouth. Oh, God. <laughs> at, like, a, at, like, a bar or something. And then, like, Pat McAfee said that, like, Aaron Rodgers looked like he was having an insane time in Hawaii. And then that, that guy that he was with made, like, a tweet or something, and he was, like, signing with the Packers or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. In yeah. a picture of Aaron Rodgers. But that was obviously just playing. And, uh, yeah, I think like he said that uh, what very well could be true is Aaron Rodgers could just stay in Hawaii or just like have such a good time not like worrying about football because like I did this as well with baseball. I took uh, I used to play baseball. I played baseball up until like uh, freshman year of high school, and I took uh, I got an I got a shoulder injury. My uh, growth plate was all fucked up, so I had to take a like a season off. And I just enjoyed the season off so much that I just quit. And it was also that the kids were assholes and stuff. But, like, it was mostly the reason that I just enjoyed, like, not having to go to all the practices. And there was no one that I really enjoyed. Because it was kind of like – I hated the coach. So it's kind of like uh, Aaron Rodgers with the GM. And uh, I was just I was just ready to just not play anymore. And that could be the same with Aaron Rodgers. He could just have enough with all of this shit and with uh, – like Brian Gutjets or I don't even know how to say Gutekunst, yeah, Gutekunst, and uh, he could just have enough and having such a good time, not like worrying about practicing or anything. He could just be done. He could just be like, I'm having such a good time in Hawaii. I think I'm just gonna sail home, not do any more of this shit, and then just host Jeopardy. And he got like, I think it was like ten to twenty million dollars a year for hosting Jeopardy oh, if yeah. he was to do that, which is nutty. How much money? For just like hosting Jeopardy and like answering some fucking questions. I mean, like I'll be a Jeopardy host for like a hundred k. Actually, I do it for like sixty k, and I'll be a Jeopardy host. 
All you gotta do is like make uh, just gonna come somewhat famous, like <laughs> fourth string, third string quarterback. You can make Jeopardy host. I mean, that's it's pretty easy. It's like four string quarterback in the NFL, that's that's very obtainable. Very obtainable. If you're uh, more gettable than uh, starting. <laughs> And like for the for Aaron Rodgers to go to the Denver Broncos, in my mind, it would need to be uh, four first round picks for for sure, and then it would have to be either uh, Jerry Judy or it would have to be Bradley Chubb, one of the two, or both. I, uh, not limited, but I think it's going to take that much for them to get Aaron Rodgers right now. Coming off of that MVP season, they would really have to give give away their entire. They have to sell their soul. For Rodgers, like it's like the Nets getting James Harden. They would literally have to sell their soul just to get him, and it could work out. Like the Nets are going on an insane run in the NBA playoffs right now, but they are going to play the uh, Bucks, so they're going to lose. Oh, they're going to get their asses handed. We just swept the Heat, and uh, coming off of that, it's pretty nice. A- ate them for a, ate them for a little snack. Yeah, easy wins. <laughs> Dude, my dog and my cat are just staring at each other right now. They're both in the room. Really? Are they uh, friends? Yeah. Sure. I mean, the cat's pretty chill. The cat doesn't really give two shits, and the dog's pretty chill as well. As the doctor say, are they sexually active? No. No. They're different <laughs> species, Steiner. I know. But sometimes you see that one cat that's just like, God, I'm like, well, fuck it, a dog. <laughs> give the dog give the cat a little catnip oh my god get the dog drunk <laughs> give the dog like the fucking cbd brownies yeah <laughs> the dog some weed brownies it's like oh fuck anything oh yeah uh, oh yeah like uh good old uh person that joined us together logan the, the doggy uh the doggy marijuana bites Logan Logan was a name that's going to frequently come up on this podcast, and that's because he's a character. He's a he, he's like a mutual friend of ours. I like a quick story of Logan. We will give like a little debrief of Logan. Yeah, uh, yeah. I met him through uh, football. We were both doing uh, like a junior league football, and uh, we were doing when we were both in seventh grade. And I met him in this thing, and when I first met him, I thought he was just the biggest dumbass in the world, and he is. And I was completely correct, but for a while I actually got fooled. And uh, I, I wanted nothing to do with him. And my mom decided to become friends with his mom. And uh, probably for the best, but at the time I was really angry. She was like, oh, Logan's mom is so nice. And I was like, why the fuck do I have to hang out with Logan? And then one day I was like four. Like one time Logan came over and he brought his like Switch, his Nintendo <laughs> Switch. And he just played this like dumbass racing game forever. And I was like, Fuck me, this guy sucks. Him and his ideas of he was a god at uh, Switch. Oh my god, that fucking Switch. Now he's got a PS4 and he's just gay as fuck. But I, mean, there's, I can't say enough bad things about Logan. He sucks. He, hopefully he doesn't find this podcast where we're just <laughs> shitting on him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I. Uh, but then uh, I, I hated my middle school because we had to do this whole bizarre project in seventh grade. And it's basically people may have done it before in their schools. And you take, uh, you basically get assigned a country. Well, you choose this country in like a raffle and stuff. And uh, I was with one kid, Noah Parker. You know him. Oh my God. I shouldn't say the full fucking name. Uh, I was with this kid named Noah, this kid named Trenton, and then this other kid named Jared and Connor. 
Jared and Connor were like fire and ice. They were always going at each other because uh, Jared was like this drug kid. Like I'm <laughs> certain he's off like smoking crack now oh, because God. like – Yeah. <laughs> and, and like literally Connor would <laughs> – we would all come over to my house for these projects. And we had a trampoline, so we'd all sit on the trampoline talking about like our ideas for like the project. With and then Connor at one point – Connor at one point like went to the other side of the trampoline and just sat by himself. He was like, dude, why don't I just kill myself? <laughs> Which is really morbid for a seventh grader. Yeah. Like, I should just kill myself, man. There's nothing to live for. Ro- Rockies uh, walked it off. They walked it? Yeah, they walked it off in the 11th inning. Who hit it? It was uh, McMahon. McMahon. He's actually the one player on that yeah. team with like an above 250 average. Like, uh, here, give me a sec. Uh, baseball. Yeah, I just gotta pull this up. Uh, the only Rockies right now hitting above two fifty four on the road are Chris Owings, who is one for one, and a pitcher Chichi Con- Gonzalez, who is three for ten. <laughs> <laughs> so on the road, they are just so bad. They are atrocious. Oh, they're just literal – they're the definition of a poverty. But, I mean, at home, like, if they were just – like, if you just were to take their home record, like, they would be, like, a honestly considerably, like, probably solid. Okay. Middle yeah, back. They would be, like, 14 and, like – I think probably, they would probably be closer to, like, 15 and – or, no, it's probably closer. It's, like, 18 and, like, 10 or 15. Like, they would be almost just at that 500 mark. Yeah, and their home app like advantages so much because they're playing at such high elevation. Yeah. So they just get like so many like benefits because of like hitting distances and stuff. But the moment they step off of Coors Field, it's just like shit hits the fucking fan. And then, and then you got like okay, like right off the top, let's be real here. He's a really good player, but he's just not good at hitting at any other ballparks. No. And then yeah, I don't know. I mean, like they're. Third team that definitely needs a lot of work, and then with like Arenado leaving, I don't really have a third baseman. I mean, yeah, they could really use some like big time weapons. I mean, Tapia's a good outfielder. Blackman's like kind of like I hate to say, he's looking like he's washed up. Oh yeah, yeah. And then you got like Jonathan Daza, which is like complete idiot in the outfield. Like he's like definition of a thumb up his ass outfielder. <laughs> Fucking looking at the butterflies. Look at the butterflies. Oh, look at the pretty butterflies. Are there any uh, viewers on this uh, YouTube thing? Nope, zero. But uh, we'll just upload it to YouTube. Oh, I still gotta worry about like uploading it all to like Spotify and stuff. But you know, I'll just like we'll have my call after. It's no big deal. But uh, yeah, like I was talking about the bizarre thing, and uh, this Connor kid would like sit on like the side of this trampoline and be like, "I'm just gonna kill myself." And then this Jared kid will come over. And he's like, like we'd all like walk over and be like, dude, there's like, why are you so sad and stuff? But then all of a sudden, like some days we would be working on this project, and Jared would like just like he would get really angry at Connor and be like, Connor, go fucking kill yourself. <laughs> so it like really did never never help the situation. And I mean, like this kept boiling up and up and up, and it was just such a fucking shit show. Like my grades and all of those classes just tanked like, <laughs> i ended off with like d's and shit because of those fucking kids because they were they were all like the type of kids that you're friends with but like did not do well in school at all like oh. they just like really did not give two fucks about middle school which is fair because middle school really doesn't mean shit but it's middle just really, it sucked 
middle school for uh, me and you, we were getting in so much trouble. Miss Smith. Oh my Holy god, we gotta shit. we gotta go over that shit sometimes. Uh, and like it all, like all this bizarre situation boiled up to the point where, like, it, they. I want to remind you, this is seventh graders, and uh, this kid, uh, Jared. He was like, he started conspiring with Trent and like the other kid in the group. And he was like, dude, I'm going to bring a knife to school, man. Mm-hmm. We're going to fucking stab this. We're going to jump this kid. <laughs> oh, yeah, like yeah. they were planning on jumping this kid after school. And then I, Noah and me were like red flags, like hold the fuck up. And I don't, Noah didn't say jack shit because Noah's a bitch. And like all these kids would always be like, in like the lunchroom, they would always be like, dude, I'm going to be a crip when I'm older. And I'm like, and like a real point, I was like, why, why do you think you're ever going to be in a gang? You guys are little white kids living in ever. And it, it was really funny. And uh, it all boiled up to that point. And then we told Trenton's mom, he didn't really, she didn't give a shit. It was just, they never like took the thing to get to school. They never took the night to school, but they did report it. We did report it to the police. And then the kid got expelled from the school and Trenton got suspended. And then that was kind of like with Trent. And that's probably, that's mostly why I went to RMAE with you at that charter school is because mm-hmm. like, uh, we're, we're name dropping a lot right now. We might get fucked for that. But uh, <laughs> that's like why I went there is because all those friends that I had just started just going downhill. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last another fucking day at that school. And then, that middle school experience. That, that'll be a story for another day. We got to do a whole episode on all of our shit that we got up to there. We got like the talking tree, Miss Carbon, drug, teachers. Teacher drugs. Oh, God. I mean, mm. What's not to talk about? What's not to talk stories about? Stories and stories. We'll keep coming up with shit from there. It's just fucking this uh yeah, and if you haven't figured this out yet, it's a podcast about mostly sports, but then it just gets really sidetracked into random shit we've experienced. We will get sidetracked a lot right now. I'm gonna tell you that much right now. But jumping back onto sports, we're gonna go over uh, two teams that we're gonna make predictions on right now. We're gonna do predictions on a lot of teams coming up here. And, the first uh, two though. Our first two. First one we're gonna go over is Joe Burrow. And the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow, obviously, last year, uh, he started off okay, just like then all the pack. You can't really expect too much from the fucking kid. He's going to the Bengals. But then uh, Torres ACL, out for the season. Really a big bummer for him. But uh, right now, what are your predictions for the Cincinnati Bengals next year, Stein? I see them going uh, a whopping 8-9. Eight 8-9. And nine. Eight I, can and nine. See, I can see them, I mean – Looking like a better team, Joe Burrow getting into his groove kind of towards the end, but I just don't see them starting off like a a very successful team. And then they're in a really hard division with uh, the oh god Browns, Pittsburgh, and Ravens. So I mean, they're not going to be they're not going to be a playoff caliber team for some. Yeah, there there is a bit of a reason as to why they were the worst team in the league two seasons ago before the Jaguars took that spot. And uh, I don't know. Do they have – I'm not really caught up on the Bengals at all because I don't really get to shit. So what kind of weapons do they have on the offense there? I mean, they got uh, – wow, what the fuck's his name? I'm brain farting. It's um, – oh, LSU. Uh, he was reunited with Joe Burrow this year uh, in the draft. Um, Devon, not Devontae Smith. It's um, 
Here, I'm going to look Lamar up Bengals. Chase. Lamar Chase. Lamar Chase. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, So they got him, and, I mean, he's going to be pretty good. But they, what they really needed, I mean, they needed offensive line, and they needed Penn Sewell, but they didn't take Penn Sewell, so now he's going to be his ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, pretty much it's just Jamar Chase right now from LSU. And, yeah, they could have really used uh, an offensive line, kind of the reason why he tore his ACL in those first couple of years. And uh, right now, like, because of that whole shit show, I really don't see – I don't see him going too far this year. I would probably go as far to guess as a 5-12. and 12. You're going to go 5-12? and 12. I'm going to go 5-12 and because there's I – don't, I don't know. They don't really have any weapons to work with. Offensive line is ass. I mean, you got Joe Burrow, but – Aside from that, they're going to need to wait. I think next season could be a breakout season for sure if they made it to pick out a couple of really good weapons for their offense and then build up that offensive line. But uh, right now, I don't see them going any further than 5-12. and 12. They're just – I mean, they're not a – they don't have a good defense. They're just not a team that's ready to make the move. A, a serious jump, it seems like. Yeah, they're just so they're, not – they're not lined up to just shoot out of their poverty. Like, they're going to probably take – they're gonna have to be like the Browns and go, uh, like start at that level that they were at. Yeah, and then work all the way the up there, ago, and then go up to where the Browns are at right now with Miles Garrett, Odell Beckham. You got uh, Baker Mayfield. You got all those guys. A lot of it. People's Jones. People's Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, yeah, so WSN. I mean, they're I, becoming I stacked. I can see the Browns going pretty fucking well this season. How about uh, the Chargers, Alex? What are you thinking on that one? The, the Chargers. The Chargers and Justin Herbert. I, I love Justin Herbert, if I'm being honest. Me from too. what I saw last season from Justin Herbert, there's a lot that I liked. I think that his uh, – I think there was a lot of rookie mistakes that he made, like just like awful throws, like Sam Darnold level throw interceptions. That's like, what the fuck were you thinking? You – what? It's like so far off you could have fit a spa- – you could put a semi in between where the recept like the receiver was and where he threw the ball. Like, there's like awful throws. There's the one against the uh, oh god it was Carolina and there was oh my god he had the guy wide open 15 yards down the field and he just decides to like roll out left and then he like flicks it and he like it should have been like a looper. Like as a quarterback I know that should have been a looper and then he bullets it in there and it's deflected off one Panthers players, deflected off of another and then caught by another Panthers player, and it's like, wow, that's real smart passing in uh, triple coverage. Like, yeah, but all those mistakes are just mistakes that is going to come with a rookie in the a rookie quarterback. Yeah, and I mean, like now, I just feel like Justin Herbert's gotten to the point where it's like he's like we've seen that like he can he can really get the team up on points, and I think I uh, this could be wrong, but I think they would have actually had a winning record. They would have been like I think it was like ten and six last year. If they would have just ended all the games by halftime. Really? But, yeah, it was just their defense could not keep up with them after halftime. Yeah, and, and they got they got Joey Bosa on there, who's like a really good defender, but they just need more. They like I would have loved to see maybe like JJ Watt go there. But like uh pass defend like uh pass defenders definitely they need. They need some they need like a Jair Alexander, Jalen Ramsey type on that secondary to really just like help out Justin Herbert and that offense get through a lot of those games. But I think uh, just looking from an offense's perspective, Justin Herbert, and then you got um, 
the receiver. We're going to need to fucking go talk a lot more about fucking football. I can't remember any teams. They got that one receiver. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then they, they're looking pretty stacked on the offense. I think Justin Herbert is really going to have an insane season. He won uh, rookie uh, rookie of the year last year, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I think next year is going to be an insane season for him. I think he's going to have a – like if I'm being perfectly honest, I could see him having a Patrick Mahomes-type breakout. Like yeah, I could see him just going absolutely nuts because I, I see the potential. I mean, he's going – he went to a good team with the Chargers, and the Chargers have a lot of potential to get better. But uh, I, right now, like a prediction, what do you think – what would be your prediction for their season next year? Honestly, I could – I could see them losing to the Chiefs twice, which is very likely. And I could also see oh, yeah. maybe losing to the Raiders once. So I could probably actually, and I don't see them losing to like many other teams. So I could honestly say, like honestly, fourteen and three. Fourteen and three. Uh, I definitely, yeah. definitely a winning record for me. I could definitely, see. yeah. I would see maybe. Uh, Got to do the math in my head. Fourteen. I would see more like ten and ten and seven ish. I'm not really good at math. That's why I'm trying to do this whole podcast shit, so I don't have to go into the workforce. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I could see ten and seven. Honestly, I don't see them going like fucking. What was their record last season? You know, oh, they were nine. And, no, they were eight. They were eight and something. They were whatever ends up yeah, to six yeah, to yeah. eight and eight, eight and eight. I think. Okay, I th- I definitely see a. I would actually go more like eleven and six to twelve and five. But I mean, I I really don't see him losing to many other like. No. Just let's be real here, like that division, Denver Broncos. Oh yeah, all those Broncos wins. If the Broncos don't get Aaron Rodgers, and even if they do get Aaron Rodgers, I don't think they're gonna win tons of games. And I think I saw them. They have like the twenty eighth or like 29th easiest schedule this year. Really? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure they play. Uh, the NFC East is like the one section that plays. So they play like Washington, which actually Washington's gonna be doing pretty good, I think. Really? Heineke, Heineke's the goat, Ryan Fitzpatrick, get him out of there. No offense. But uh <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick is criminally underrated. You got Danny Dimes, which is just not on a good team. Good quarterback. Really good quarterback, in my opinion. But just not on the right team. And then uh, there's Eagles. Hurts, hurts ain't gonna do shit. Did you hear Joe? Okay, now we're on the subject. I have to bring this one up. Joe Flacco, he made this statement. Let me find it on my phone. It was pretty funny. It was, oh, my phone might die. I cannot hear you anymore, Steiner. Well, looks like it was just me. He was gonna go over some Joe Flacco shit. Hopefully, he gets back here, but I'm gonna take the reins for here. For the last, uh, we got 50, 50 okay. minutes in. If your phone okay. dies, we're probably fine because we're like, we're 50 minutes in. So um, we, we only got like, said, if you want to go an hour, then we can. But if your phone dies, it's fine. The Joe Flacco thing, he uh, said, um, me and him for sure have a lot in common. This is him on Jalen Hurts. And he's like, yeah, me and him both have a lot in common. Uh, we both have the winning spirit. Unfortunately for him, he's going to make a great backup. Oh, shit. I don't, I don't know, though. Joe Flacco is uh, – I think he should Lee retire. Lee Joe? Lee Joe, though. I, I don't know. I think he should retire. I don't I – know. 
I'd like to see Jalen Hurts do more on that team. I like Joe Flacco better, though. Yeah. I I think Joe Flacco's kind of got, like, honestly, they've just treated him like shit. Like, he's gotten to, like, I mean, he was good in Baltimore. They didn't need to, like, fully play Lamar Jackson. And then, like, ah, we're going all Lamar Jackson now in the playoffs. Yeah. And they, like, never even had him try to get his job back. And they're like, you're off the team. And then he gets traded to Denver. The shit with Denver, because Denver's just an absolute god-awful team and never will be good. And then... (laughs) It's like, oh, you don't do shit in Denver. Let's take you to the Jets, where there's absolutely no weapons. No one can guard you, and you're surrounded by like the worst fucking wide receiver room out there. Yeah, I yeah, but I think it would be. It's probably going to be pretty even between uh, Jalen Hurts and Joe Flacco. I don't like if Joe Flacco just goes out there and just starts dropping dimes. Yeah, he just has a complete resurgence. I, I like, I could see it happening, but. I think it's going to be pretty 50-50 with those two guys. I'm excited to see how it goes, though. This next what season I, is going to be very exciting. What I thought was interesting is, like, the Patriots, uh, they're uh, – can you hear me? You can hear me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My thing's going to die, like, but I can see it, like, glitching out. Okay, so. if it starts glitching out, I'll just do the ending because we're 52 minutes in. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, he cut, he did cut out in the end. Uh, thank you so much for watching. This was absolutely a blast to do. So I, I had a ton of fun. I know he definitely had a ton of fun too. If you had a ton of fun watching, please uh, share this with a friend. Uh, drop a like down below. Drop a comment. And uh, do a subscribe. It's for free. And it'll be – you're doing a lot of uh, podcasts after here. If you want to support us and uh, not allow us to dumbasses to go into the workforce and drive down the overall economy of the United States of America, then please drop a like, help us build up, and I will mm-hmm. see you tomorrow. Our schedule—I got to say this—our schedule, our uh, streaming schedule. You could always find us live here on YouTube, but uh, we are live on—we we upload to Spotify, Apple Music, Android and YouTube video version. So please go check all of those out. And uh, thank you so much for watching. We will see you tomorrow. Our, our schedule is two, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. It'll always be at around uh, – it's 10.35 right now. So probably 9 – it'll be either from 9 to 12 at night. But that's not in time. So you can convert that. I don't really give a fuck about you. See you later. Bye-bye.